Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this... All right, everybody. Welcome to episode four of NEN. NEN is what I'm going with. I'm, I'm not going to say no explanation needed anymore. It's too long, too long. Love the title, but we're going to be the, we're going to do the intro as NEN from now on because I, I like the sound of that. Anyway, uh, it's your host, Kyle Norton, here with, of course, the one and only Wiggy Smalls. And we got a special guest today. We got SL3, Steve Lindsay. How you doing, man? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to uh, be on the show. Am I the first guest? You are the first guest. You're the first guest, Steve. It's a pleasure inviting you, buddy. Oh, it's um, good to start off low. You guys can only go <laughs> from here. Only <laughs> can move up from here. Yeah, to all our fans, man, Steve has been one of my best friends since, you know, you know, junior high, high school starting, and he still continues to be one of my best friends, so we're happy to have him. And, you know, Kyle's Kyle's listen. not really a friend anymore. What? Dude, listen. My dad knew his dad in high school. Graduated from Dear Old I Davis High about School. I that, yeah. That's we're, right. We're connected beyond measure, dude. Class of 85. <laughs> was that it? Yeah, it was class of 85, dude. Oh, that's why we bring Davis. Steve. That's why we bring Steve on the show. Exactly. The facts, man. He can pull out that facts was from that was good. anywhere. That was good. I love it. I mean, your dad was what? Skyview? Skyline. Not cool. Skyline. Yeah. yeah. With a world record deadlift. Oh, yeah, dude. It, <laughs> yeah. For all of you guys that didn't know, Kent Wiggins, without having ever deadlifted in his life, broke the Skyline School deadlift record on his first attempt. And make it be known that Skyline had won state championships in football, was known as one of the biggest schools in all of the state when it comes to football. And my dad beat it on the first try. Shout out, Kent. Was was he a big dude in high school? No, no, he, and he, you know what? He has similar legs to mine, which yeah, are very not, small. I mean, <clears throat> he, yeah, he doesn't look like a massive man. So yeah, dude, the Wiggins are built. Everyone it's knows Home that. Depot. That's why Home Depot pays him the big bucks, man. Carrying those cabinets, building houses, dude. <laughs> Hey, yeah, dude, the greatest you know general contractor you'll ever find in your life. Shout out, Kent. Dude, love Kent. Love Kent. <laughs> anyway, anything happened over the last week for any of you guys? Um, hmm. Lots of Xbox, lots of work. Bummer, I, I slammed my Xbox Elite controller on the ground. Dude, you gotta keep that in control. Yeah, it's, hey, man, it's two years old. I slammed it on the ground. I went and bought myself a brand new Volume 2 one, and it's the best decision I've ever made. I might slam this one on the ground just so I can get another one. <laughs> Yo, he's trying to get me to get one, but it's that dad life. You know how it is. It's. Oh. Trying to Dude, fork out the money I, for an Xbox Elite controller at our age. Here's the thing: kids. I enjoy video games, but I don't ever have the time to become remotely good. This so is the next boring. Dennis Cloakseal of Floor, though. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. And okay, stop it. Okay, I'm good like a third of the time, and the other two thirds, I'm worse than you know. <laughs> I'm not no, even no, gonna no, say no. what I was gonna no, say. No. I'm not even gonna for, say that. <laughs> for the local population, you're superb at video games. I'm okay. You just can't take me at FIFA. Hey, <laughs> I've hey give me, give me, give me a month to warm back up. <laughs> we'll play FIFA. You might still take me. You might not. We'll see. I look forward to it. FIFA is my downfall, dude. Can't do anything with FIFA. It's fun. You have a few downfalls. You know what I miss is the old college <laughs> football games. Remember how they used to make those? Dude, those are, those are, you know, those were one of the time. things I miss most. 
yeah. to be honest. You can you, you can actually find those on eBay, but they're like 200 bucks for the game. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I loved it. I have one. I should probably put it up. Then I can afford an Elite yeah, controller. Honestly, yeah, honestly, shout out, <laughs> shout out NCAA video games yeah. and anything that says Kobe Bryant on it because they don't sell those things anymore. No. That's right. Anyway, yeah, for me, it's been a better week. You know, the week before I was saying the whole blood donor or plasma donation where yeah. I almost died. Just kidding. Almost passed out. Did you do your follow-up? No, I haven't yet because now I'm on prednisone for that poison ivy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a miracle worker, dude. Literally, I was dying of itchiness every night. And I, so I finally was like, I just have to go to the doctor. I thought I could just Doesn't wait that it honeycomb out. your bones though if you take prednisone, prednisone for a long time? Well, I'm not going to take it for <laughs> months. <laughs> just throwing it out yeah. there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, within three days, the rash was completely gone. I was like, this is, this is amazing. But that's good. Better week, better week for me. Uh, anyway, we can move on. I kind of wanted to talk. If, well, talk to you guys, see if you're excited about the NFL and college football coming back. I know that college football is kind of a bummer because half the league's not playing. But I'm kind of I'm kind of stoked for the NFL more than college this year, which is not common. Yeah, that's that's honestly the same for me. I'm. I mean, youth football is obviously the funnest thing for me to watch, totally. but just looking at how we ended last year, I'm honestly not even super excited for this year. And well, I'll leave more to Steve to talk about this. Steve knows a lot more, I would say, about college football than both of us. Totally. Well, I think we can get to college football, but from an NFL perspective, maybe you guys can fill me in. Are our fans going to be allowed at games this yes, year? I'm sorry, I haven't checked I think checked so. In. I don't. I'm obviously not full capacity. <clears throat> But yeah. I think they are allowing fans. They're going to be much more, um, I don't want to use the word liberal because that's weird. It sounds political, but much more liberal and letting people in. Yeah. You yeah. know, it makes sense in but, this context. Um, yeah. So I think actually the NFL would be just fine. I think people are going to pay to watch, you know, they're going to buy NFL Sunday ticket and everything. I think the NFL will be just fine. Yeah. And people are craving sports right now. They kind of got a taste of the NBA, but not everybody's loving it because of, well, controversy around it but i don't know what do you think if if you're the nfl it seems to me that the nfl has from a television product perspective probably the best product sports wise on the market um, oh, cbs the production capability at cbs um, <coughs> the production capability at nbc fox they sink literally probably billions of dollars into producing that television show if you will espn monday night football um for me who historically never been a huge NFL fan you can turn on the TV and watch that product and I think of all of the sports that are played and I could be wrong but of all the sports that are played professionally at least I think that's one where you won't um, maybe miss the fans isn't the right phrase but it's the one where I, I think you won't notice them being gone as much because uh, the product is so finely tuned by the the, yeah. the major networks right whereas with college football for me definitely college football I'm not excited for it all this year because uh, Florida just announced University of Florida announced today they're only going to allow 17,000 fans into you know that stadium I don't know how many fit in there but I'm going to guess it's a hell of a lot more than 17,000 right so yeah the impact of no fans in college seems to me that it'll be a lot more heavily felt than in the NFL 
It is, man. Like, I, just watching NFL games, you don't even notice the fans. In my no. opinion, I don't really notice the fans in NFL games, but college games, dude, those guys notice. Absolutely. Like, it makes it, a difference. For Big sure. Time. I mean, the, the NFL guys, they've been playing in front of fans for 15 years, yeah. right? These college guys, they, they're not used to it. And so, especially these freshmen... Like, that's going to change the game for them. They're going to, honestly, these guys aren't going to drop the ball as much as they drop them in big games. And it's just yeah. going to change. I think it changes a lot. Funny enough, the place I noticed the most watching the fans in the NFL is Seattle for some reason. I feel like Seattle stands out. They do. The most when it comes to their fans. I don't know if it's the way their stadium's shaped or if they're closer to the field. I don't know. Well, I think that stadium is one of those more vertically built um, stadiums partially because they receive a lot of rain, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and so sense. I think it would, maybe that's the reason for that feel of maybe them being more on top of the field. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty excited for the NFL this year. I'm excited to see Tampa Bay, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I don't. That's what, Leonard that's what Fournette. Leonard yeah. Fournette. They, they just released him. They didn't want Jags. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. They just right. didn't believe in him anymore. Dude, that, yeah, that, I don't know what's going on about the Leonard Fournette thing. That doesn't make sense to me no. because everyone knows that guy can ball. Yeah. It's a, that part doesn't make sense. What does make sense is that Tampa Bay honestly has a chance to, to make a decent run this year. Yeah. And I'm wanting to see that. Dude, I'm wanting Tom to see Brady my has boy. Offensive tools again. He does. And like, t- I don't care what anyone says. I didn't really see much of a downfall of Tom Brady. I saw a downfall of the, the Patriots not having receivers or getting older, getting older. Yeah. And, but haven't we proven in the past couple of seasons with Derrick Henry, uh, that a big bruising back is key to it is. a Super Bowl title challenge. It I is. mean, the Titans clearly didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but they, they wouldn't have made the playoffs without Derrick right. Henry. No one even gave them a chance. No one even was thinking about the Titans exactly. before the season. Well, I mean, a Super Bowl was won or lost based off of, you know, them not handing the ball off with the Seattle Seahawks yeah. a few years back. Absolutely. Right? And then Marsh, I mean Chiefs yeah. last year, um who's the running who's the is it Ware, the backup running back for the yeah. Chiefs that kind of came in after the whole Kareem Hunt thing. Mm-hmm. He was huge oh, in the Super he's Bowl. Just game. As good. I, he was huge yeah. in that game. It must have been the Air Jordan once. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm always shouting out yeah. for those. So Yeah, and also I'm excited for Cam Newton. Oh man. Yeah, on the page. I just want to see what's going to happen. Named a captain today by t- by uh, New England. Was he named captain? I, mean, I know he's named starter. <laughs> I didn't know if he was named captain. Hey, let me bring this up, though. Bill Belichick goes out and says that Cam Newton's the hardest worker he's ever played with. Is that a shot at Tom Brady? You know they've had their beefs Especially over the last little bit. Especially over the last few years, maybe. Right. Maybe. Well, is that a shot at him? I don't know. I mean, Tom Brady is the GOAT, but I bet Cam Newton works harder than anybody. Sure seems yeah. like it. <laughs> I mean, regardless, I mean, the guy could work it. hard, right? It. Yeah. But how do you go out and say he works harder than Tom Brady after what he's done? I mean, Tom Brady came from the least athletic guy you've ever seen in your life to the greatest player in NFL history. And yeah. that didn't come from from luck, man. That came You're from hard wrong. work. You I don't. And, yeah. I mean, maybe from a workhorse perspective, yeah. from like. Cam Newton being a, a freak of nature, almost yeah. like a, I guess a Zion I Williamson type of freak body for the sport. I don't I, know. I didn't take it originally as a slight, but now that you bring it up, I can see it. Right. But I when think, I first heard it, I didn't think it. See, that's the first thing I thought. I Go think ahead. the one caveat is Bill Belichick is 
almost universally respected as a sort of football Yoda at yeah. this point. <laughs> yes, so yeah. it is hard to disrespect Belichick's opinion, especially after winning Super Bowls without, you know, a quote unquote star uh, primetime wide receiver outside of Randy Moss, Moss. right? You're winning titles with guys like Chris Hogan and, you know, and white dudes who look like Wiggy Smalls. <laughs> funny enough, funny <laughs> enough, he never won one with with uh, with exactly, Randy Moss. That's exactly. the one they lost. They went oh, sixteen yeah. and zero, and then lost in the Super Bowl right. to a Jones. freaking to a freaking high school quarterback. Unfortunately, <laughs> the guy's an idiot. You don't you don't love him? Eli Manning was terrible. I know. All right, we'll get away from that. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, he won two Super Bowls. He's probably the worst quarterback ever to win two Super Bowls. He that is. is for sure. Hey, that's not even a question, man. <laughs> I mean, Peyton Peyton Manning has two Super Bowls, but he really only won one Super Bowl. Let's be honest there. He yeah. had no role in the Super Bowl, in the second Super Bowl. Oh, the Super second Bowl one? No, that was no the defense. Role. That was all 100%. the defense. It wasn't even just the defense. It was one guy. That guy was, dude. Von Miller? Von Miller yeah. was the biggest freak I have ever seen in the playoffs. Yeah, that was he... insane. He was a freaking nature. I feel like he kind of fell off a little bit ever since then. Right. He kind of, he, I mean, I wouldn't say a ton, but yeah, sig- you, I mean, you, you hear other guys over him, whereas he was, in my opinion, like the best player in the league after well, that. Don't edge rushers have a short shelf life? I mean, yeah. it's fast twitch muscles at that right. size when you weigh 265 to, you know, 300 pounds, depending on who you are. Sure. It's, yeah. I don't think the... I they take the a shelf lot. Is a long time. They take a right. lot of physical hit. They definitely do. And I mean, shout out, shout out Troy Hines on that, man. He's the, he's a, a spitting image man. of that. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Fun stuff, guys. Anyway, we're going to move on. We, that banter went a little bit longer. Than it I thought. did. But who cares? Who cares? It's our show. It's um, it is our show. <laughs> well, let's move on to the Harry Potter trivia night. I'm going to answer it this, this time. Is, okay. But this is. I'm going to go out and say this is my favorite part of the show. It's amazing. I love anything about Harry Potter. And uh, I think we I think we need to get like a song, like a 10-second Harry a Potter clip? song going into this okay. every single time we okay. do it. We're going to add I mean, that that's, next It's week. a little bit more work for me, but I, I would love to. Yeah, do I, that. I don't mind adding some work. I don't mind. <laughs> All right, man. So, yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing as you did last week. I wrote down a, a few questions to ask, and I, I kind of – you know, summed it down to one question and uh, let's go for it. All right. All right. All right. You ready? Let's hear it. So this is for Kyle, Steve. We'll leave, we'll leave some type of question later on. For We're going to ask right? you later. We're going to think of one on the fly. I'll just sit my butterbeer while you ask. All right. <laughs> nice. You're sick. Anyway, who, Kyle, who was the Hogwarts headmaster before Albus Dumbledore? Dude, this is sick, but this is so easy to me. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Just give me a second though. Oh, yeah. I'll let you look at your phone really quick. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm staring at you. Okay, hold on. No, I know it. It's Armando Dippet. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Loki, is that right? <laughs> That's right. Dude, wow. that, that wasn't even hard, though. I mean, I had to think What do you mean that wasn't hard? I mean, that was easy. Well, that spoke to me to just watch you answer that with that confidence. That was yeah, it, it was Obviously, I, the last name was I was reaching... But the first name I knew for sure was Armando, but the dip it had to come to me. So, so Steve, little background: me and Kyle have been doing these these Harry Potter trivia questions to each other for years now, and you know what? I stump him more than he stumps me. But that is not <laughs> true. It's a it's a it's a good, it's a good test. Honestly. Are you guys charter members of Potter's Army? 
uh, Dude, the website? We, of course. We, we, we definitely are. Um, Dude, I know I'm my a house. Hufflepuff, honestly, which is kind of funny. I, you would have never guessed. I've taken the test three times and I'm a Gryffindor. I can't even... I tried to school it not to do Dude, a Gryffindor. I've, and I've I get done Gryffindor the same every thing time. and I've gotten Hufflepuff so every time. So what are your Patronuses? Or do you oh, care I not to answer? I think a dog. Like a terrier, which makes me so sad. Mine, yeah. mine was some type of dog as well. And I can't remember. I'll, I'll be honest. I can't remember. Man's best friend. It is. Have you done that? I haven't done it. I haven't done it. I the, highly recommend it. Steve, yeah, tell me. I, I mean, I know you're, you're a Harry Potter fan, but how much of a Harry Potter fan are you? I mean, put it this way. I read the seventh book the day it came out. We went to Costco, bought it, waited in line, bought it, came home, read it through the night, um, and it was finished the next day by about four in the afternoon. I mean, that's you know that my reading comprehension level was incredible in uh, high school. Yeah, you know, but, that's, that's the one thing we've always known about you is beautiful, beautiful English. Yeah, so big fan. I mean, a lot, unfortunately, a lot of my Harry Potter memories are now replaced by um, children's cartoons theme songs, probably like <laughs> Kyle. Shout out Paw Patrol. Yeah, shout um, out Paw Patrol, Coco Melon. Like, uh, so, you know, there's only so much room in the brain for trivia, and unfortunately, my Harry Potter trivia is fading, but I could still probably hang. All right. I, I respect that. That's cool. Sweet. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to some of the main topics. And I'm, I love this next topic. I love it. I can't wait to talk about it. I've been excited all week. And uh, it's just the amazing choke job that the Jazz pulled off. Hey, choke it was. Definitely was. I saw a lot of upside to it, though, to be honest. Donovan... Oh yeah, Donovan's the Donovan upside. Mitchell showed me that he's better than I thought he was during that series. And it's a higher ceiling than Has a put. higher ceiling than I thought he had. I mean, he was probably the best player in the first round. He out had of everybody. He he his statistically he had the best series of any player ever. Yeah, I know. It, it was series. insane. And I, I honestly like I've always had I've always loved Donovan. He's always been one of my favorite players, but I've always had a few doubts about like if he really is a superstar or just maybe an all-star. And this series proved to me that the guy's a superstar and, and he hits big shots and big moments. Did he, for you guys in this series, can he be the best player on a championship winning team? Um, I think so. And the reason I say that is obviously there's better players than him in the league. That's that's pretty obvious. But like I'm going back and I'm looking at some of the championships, the Detroit Pistons, right? That have just some good players, no no freak of nature. What, like, Chauncey Billups? He has to be better than any player on that. It, that's what I'm saying, team, right? right? Yeah. yeah. There's, it's, it's teams like that. Um, it's teams like, you know, I mean, I guess there's not many more. Actually, okay, no, anyone about you, what do you think? If he can be the best player on a championship team, I think you need a bunch of shooters around him to help So him. you're kind of undecided, it seems. I just, I thought Gobert could be a good one-two punch with him. I really did, but okay. No. I just no. What? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying. I did. I was so saying I thought, but okay. now I don't know because of this playoff series. Gobert well, he, can disappear. Okay, but hear me out. Gobert is Gobert is one of the best defensive players in the league and super crucial to this Jazz team. Totally. But when you when I think one two punch, I'm thinking two offensive players. That's what Gobert cannot be a that's one what I was two saying. punch. I realize right. offensively he can't make an impact. He does at times. 
he'll make if we can get him in the pick and roll and then the little alley-oop dunk thing right that works but a lot of times the teams figure that out so easily right but is hey tell me this though is a one-two punch truly that like everyone always has talked about like a a one-two punch I i don't know if that's necessary man i mean the lakers obviously had the had the one two punch with Shaq and kobe but outside of that it's i don't know about one two punches be, like lebron d-wade it's, it's tough Chris i Bosch. i actually Chris think Bosch is three i guess yeah. i think it is personally i think it's absolutely essential to have a one two punch if you look at the last um few title teams i think Kawhi is perhaps the only um response to a one-two punch good point siakam (laughs) no no siakam absolutely flexed on the warriors and they had no answer for him from a length perspective and he developed as as an offensive player but but i wouldn't i wouldn't have said necessarily a one-two punch with him just because i think they did it more with their defense and length like you mentioned like they had they had five seven phenomenal coaching nick nurse definitely uh, i mean marcus all's hitting half quarters it seemed like like (laughs) rainbow half quarters and and everybody knows how danny green shows up in the playoffs sometimes from three-point line i mean he single-handedly beat lebron with that spurs team as a guy who loved the warriors it was really hard for me to watch danny green um stroke the way he did in that series but no i I get your points well taken but i mean lebron Kyrie, um the warriors with their one two three even one two three four punch yeah um the warriors were so so back to the jazz just quickly i i'm with kyle um, in the sense that we do need a second punch. But for me, he absolutely proved that he can be the best player on a championship team. In the playoffs, I think we can see with the eye test better than we can at any other time what it takes to win a basketball game. And for me, in the for the first time in a long time, the question was not who can score for us when no one else can score for us. Yeah. That's been the question, he- right, for years. Right. Here's the thing. Donovan shot the most threes. Donovan close, made the most threes in a series yeah. ever. And he was shooting 50%. No, it was insane. He shot 50% and made the it most was incredible. threes. Right. I think incredible. he was close. Was he 50-50-90 club? Like, yeah, that's 50-50. It was yeah. insane. 50, 50, Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, he played He played incredible. Um, I, wanted, I want to make one more point back to this one-two punch, though. I, and, and it's not, like, factual because obviously these teams do have, like, um, most of these teams you mentioned that have won championships do have one, two punches. Right. But I mean, we're missing our third best player in bogey this last year. Clarkson usually shows up, right? He had a few. He now, played really well in, in probably four of the games really? in that series so, too. What do you guys think about getting rid of Ingles? I love him, man. I love Ingles so much because I like Ingles as a person. Because Yeah. And I saw him at Smith's one time. <laughs> <laughs> Big factor. <laughs> and anyway, but I don't know, dude. He does. He doesn't show up enough anymore. He he's never shown in the playoffs. Yeah. So like, there hasn't been a playoff. I remember him showing up. Well, yeah. and I texted early on in that series. If you'll remember, I I texted yeah. Wiggy early no, on, being that, like, yeah. "Who is Ingles right now? Like, this guy so, looks like a ghost. Had a couple games where he was under five points with no shots made. Like, explain that to me. Where's the guy that stopped Paul George? So like, play defense. Hey, real quick. If we replace Joseph Ingles with Danny Green, right? Who also Danny Green's just a player, right? He's he's I would say in the regular season uh, similar to like a Joseph Ingles. Yeah. If we replace Joe Ingles with Danny Green, do we win that series in five games? Maybe. I, I'm not enough of. 
uh, Danny Green enthusiast. I haven't watched enough Danny Green aside from when the Jazz or the Warriors or whoever played him to tell you factually yes or no. But it seems like from an athleticism perspective, he would have competed a lot more da- guarding Murray. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and, and I would wise, say level wise, like when you're talking about like player level and you're looking like and you're talking regular season and you're saying I'm going to rate joseph ingles and danny green you kind of give them about the same overall rating i, I wouldn't would have before this yeah okay so i okay joe ingles is a much better facilitator than danny green creator i agree and creator yeah. right danny green's probably better on defense and he's better overall shot maker he's a, i don't know no okay he's maybe i wouldn't even say he's a better overall shot maker i would say he's a better overall um shot maker when it matters okay so because joseph ingles man everyone not like he led the league a few years ago in three point percentage did he not like the guy can shoot it's not that it's he kind of shies down in big moments and absolutely disappeared yeah he did and that's what i'm saying is i'm not trying to bring like i'm not trying to say danny green's a, a great player or anything i'm trying to like bring someone that we think is like on the same level and if he were to replace have replaced joseph ingles I think we win. So I, I think a lot of it is Joe Ingles fault. Well, I have an answer for this, but I'm curious to hear what you guys would say. What would you identify as the primary reason we just lost that series? I think it's Joe. Saying Joe. I'm saying Joe too, because he can't mix with Mike Conley, dude. When they're on the floor together and Conley didn't play terrible. He, he, the last game, he, we, I mean, we would have expected him to, to play better at the start of the season. But to me, he played better in this series than I would have expected going yeah. into the series. He, no, yeah, and he played fine. He went two of thirteen in Game Seven, which is so disappointing. True. But I just think Mike Conley is a good facilitator, and we don't need Joe Ingles and Mike Conley on the floor at the same time. And Quinn would not. He won't. He didn't change. He couldn't change it. He wouldn't do it. He would not make any changes. So I'm putting some of it on Quinn. Hey, I, I think love Steve Quinn. might say that same thing. I, I like Quinn. Why, I do love Quinn Schneider, but this playoff series, it didn't make any changes, dude. Try the same thing over and over again. Wow. I I feel similar to that. So for me, primarily the reason, I, I'm not going to single Joe out, although I was very critical of him and every text message thread in which <laughs> I was involved. Uh, I, I I personally believe that we will never get over the hump in any important series, be it the first round, second round, semifinals, um, or conference finals, finals, whatever, without an elite wing to pair alongside Donovan. Because at, at Donovan's size, regardless of the fact that he has very long arms, and regardless of the fact that he's a high motor player who can play good defense. We need some length. We need some length and some length that can really move side to side on the perimeter. And for me, when you look at this market, it, it first of all, I don't know how many years joe has left on his contract but i don't think we're gonna like the answer i think it's at least two maybe three at 13 million dollars <laughs> oh that's tough that see the thing is i i love Derek I love jones joe. jr is on the market you guys he's an unrestricted next year is yeah that miami? Said the miami that's kid. The, the one that probably has a 75 inch vertical he's a little shorter than joe but i think you get him in quinn's system quinn has yeah. really developed some pl- some guys into plus defenders who who maybe historically were not and i again i can't look at Derek jones jr's defensive statistics right yeah. now and tell you um you know is whether he's, or not is he a starter so I know he's playing a lot for them. I can't tell you if he's a starter again. I'm just going off of what I've seen from him. And, and I looked at that unrestricted free agent list. There's also guys like um, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Another one that jumped out at me was Justin Anderson. 
You guys okay. remember him yeah, he's from on, the Mavs and the Spurs? The I think Wizards. he's playing on both. Is, is he on the Wizards? I now? wish we Just had Tyler Hero. Tyler, well, he's going to be really expensive. Yeah. Let's see if we can do he's Joe for Hero straight up. What do you think? <laughs> Try. You think Spolster goes for that? I, sometimes yeah. I would I even take, what is it, Duncan Robinson? Oh, that guy absolutely strokes. Maybe yeah. he would at least shoot. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I mean, when Ingles is going to take three shots in a game. I still understand. Let's go Tyler Hero <laughs> for Joe and Duncan Robinson for, uh, um, what's his name? Niang. Yeah, let's just oh. straight up Niang, dude. Yeah. Please. please. <laughs> Get rid of Niang. Is Niang I, the first NBA player with a vertical under six inches? I don't know. My gosh. He's, it's second, but it's just behind Ostertag. It's, it he, is he's so literally bad. Joe Ingles' little brother that's just worse. <laughs> Like, I don't understand why Quinn thinks he's so good. So you think coaching played you a know, part in this? I do. I, I really do. Can I? Yeah. Can I? To me, and it's it's kind of been the same every big series against the Rockets. Every time, like the 10 years in a row, we, it seemed like we lost to the Rockets, even though it wasn't as it was just, you know, then. But yeah, it seems like we always lose to the Rockets. It seems like we don't really get up for the games. Like, I, th- I feel like we could beat the Rockets, but for some reason, it feels like we, we don't get up for a game, big games. Like, like for example, game seven, the second half, it looked like we got up. Played right. with motor. Yeah. But the first half, like, well, who, whose fault is that? That we d- like, cause it wasn't just like, we were missing shots. That's for sure. Yeah. It, it's, this is what it seemed to me the whole time I was watching it. <laughs> I think the game plan, Quinn, I could be completely wrong. I think Quinn said. Hey, Donovan, we need other people to get in rhythm. You're not taking every shot in the first half. Because it looked like Donovan was just giving up the ball every time he touched it. I don't even know. The whole series, he shot the ball less than, I don't think he had one first half where he shot it more than nine times. (laughs) He just couldn't miss. So why everybody was off. Just let Donovan take over. We need him. Let him play 48 minutes. It's game seven. You know, and then he did play 40, I think. But anyway, I gotta say, I felt the same way. Yeah. Why is he not shooting the ball 35 times I, a game? He's your Who best cares player. about efficiency? By a mile, he's yeah. your best player right now. And Rudy did not look like he wanted to even be within 10 feet of the ball in the first half. He had one rebound in the first half, I think. He, then, he turned it on in the second half. And then he had 17 right. in the second yeah. half. Like, what? Yeah. No, it's, it's a tough scene, and, and it's a really tough scene for a jazz management group, Dennis Lindsay. Um, and company, oh, Justin Zanuck, yeah. who I think they're great. They've made but, a lot of statements about, hey, this we feel this is a window we can make a push in. Then do it. Yeah, we lack some critical talent on the wing, which is the number one position you have to guard in the NBA today. Yeah. Is two through four that kind of uh-huh. big wing guy, shooting guard to wing to power forward, <sighs> do you, do and you we can't Jay guard Crow- that. Spot. Do you miss Jay Crowder then? Does he do a good job on where I think he does a better job than Joe Ingles yeah, would do. Yeah, so I and he knocks let down me kind of make I, I remember Steve going in to when we got Jay Crowder was definitely bummed about that. You're I remember bummed. you weren't a Jay Crowder fan because everyone talked about his defense. And he stuff. shot a million threes for he Boston did. and I saw him make five. Right. <laughs> but if he replaces Joe Ingles, I think we win the series, right? Not, at, at this point, I think I'd have to agree, especially as yeah. well as he's played for Miami. Right. Um, I don't. I, I agree with you with that. He took way too many shots. Um, but one thing I loved about him is he brought fire to the team, and that was helpful. It's the same and, thing with Danny Green. It's a guy who's probably going to make more mistakes than Joe Ingles, mm-hmm. but is also going to make more plays right. than Joe Ingles. Yeah, no, great we point. Need, we do need like a fire guy on the wing. Like, do you remember Trevor Booker? 
Of course, Jets. I remember Absolutely. Trevor Booker. Huge I love came Trevor in, Booker. He just played so hard. He wasn't the greatest player of all time, but he played so hard. And Jay at least brought that a little bit more. Yeah. No, he did, man. So my my points to what we should do in the offseason is, like Steve said, I think we need to get a wing. I I, I don't think that's going to happen because, like you, you mentioned, Joe is kind of stuck with us right now. We'd either need to make a trade or, I mean, I don't know, get like find talent that's cheap for now, yeah. you know, and replace him. But um, I think that's number one. And I think number two is find a big man that can shoot the three that's not Niang. Because <laughs> Niang's not even really a big man. Right. Right. Like, no. But not even a center, a, a power forward. Because if you look at all these teams that have won championships recently, like their big guy or their – it doesn't even have to be their big guy. Like Draymond Green. Just somebody who pulls a guy right. away from the hoop. Exactly. And can make a three-pointer. Draymond Green yeah. is is actually a terrible three-point shooter. But in the playoffs, so, somehow some he always hits big threes, the right? Huge shots. And Rudy is not going to be able to do it. No, but he never will. And I know they tried to do that with Derek Favors. Obviously, Derek Favors couldn't do that. I do miss him, though. He was awesome. He hit a few wing threes. Yeah, but if we could get someone – like Robinson, like you guys mentioned, that could just just go out and stretch the floor and hit the three. I think that would be game freaking. There's changing. rumors that Horford would be available, Ooh. but I think I think for Horford, salary wise, salary wise, you have to trade you have to trade Conley for Conley. Horford, right? Um, right. I, I don't think that that's the answer. Um, no, but I, I agree. There's but like, dude, look at the market, like. Every every big guy that's come in in the last five years pretty much seems like they can shoot the ball. Like it can't be too hard to find one of those guys. I think it's the evolution of the modern big it guy. Is. He yeah. has to know how yeah. to shoot. Like look three. at this Raptors team, right? Like they had Mark Gasol who's shooting the three. Like everyone could shoot the three. All these big guys could shoot the three, right? The Warriors team, same thing. The Cavs team who went to the finals and won the finals, same thing with Kevin Love, right? Rudy is just the last of a dying breed, right? There's only a couple people in the NBA that still get time that are just a solid five, no no shooting at all. Hassan Whiteside. And, yeah, because even Giannis can and, stretch the floor yeah, and hit Giannis a few threes. Like yeah. not, he's not a three-point shooter in any way, but Rudy, he can at least hit I don't him. know, because Nurkic hits threes, right? Uh, yeah. He I mean, steps out. Yeah, he can. Jokic was Jokic, unbelievable uh, in Jokic that series. Jokic throws the ball to the rafters and he it goes does. in. I right. don't understand and it. I, hey, I'm okay it, with Rudy not because when Rudy's in, we're, we're defensively we should be good, even though some of that series it seemed like it wasn't. Theoretically, but we have, when, when Rudy's out, we don't have a big guy that can either play defense or shoot. Okay, so jo- Jawan Morgan was showing me some heart when he was playing. And played he's hard. our rookie, right? He played hard. He looked young. He looked but young. he has potential. He's six seven. He's not massive. Yeah, he's not big. But he's he's, he's a big, big he's a big boy though. You know? Oh, yeah. And so he could turn into something. I think Quinn Schneider has hope for him. He I mean he put him in. He's very cheap, so you can yeah. explore that, especially yeah. in the regular season. But uh, look, I know this is you guys' podcast, but I have one more question for you. It's it's a hot one. Let's hear it. Say the Jazz exit first round again next year. Throw out, throw out Donovan. Throw out any of those things right now. But does Quinn survive another season like this next year? Yeah, I don't think the Jazz are high profile enough of a team to tr- just can a coach after losing a series. Um, Do you? I mean, it's not Ty Corbin. So who- the, maybe. I, I. You know what? I. I th- 
I don't want him to go because I think he's a great coach, but yeah. I think they, I think we would you do because I, so. I do think Dennis Lindsay, Lindsay is more of an action taker, taker than we've, you, you know, you could completely be right. I don't I, I know think that. And I also think that you just got to understand it. There needs to be change. I think if, if we lose another first round with the potential that we have, which we do have potential, mm-hmm. we have a good team. Yeah. We have a lot of talent. And I think in, our minds we've got to think that donovan thinks there's no way we can move forward if we lose first round after that and yeah. so we got to get rid of something we got to, we got to act like we're making change and i donovan, think that's got to be it donovan's probably going to be a critical part of that whole of that whole puzzle right right but let me throw this at you shit, shit. just consider this quinn this is his first job this is his first nba head coaching job right so we love him we he is practically at this point revered by jazz fans. Yeah. But we don't have much context to go by. So maybe this is who Quinn is. Let me just throw that out. That's I, true. That's not me. Ragged. I, I'm a big Quinn Snyder fan. Um, not last and least for his hair, but the guy, <laughs> this, we just don't have a lot of sample size for what Quinn Snyder can do. And while he might be really smart, while he might do <clears throat> impressive things, I need results. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's kind of weird. And Donovan's man. going to need results as well. He yeah, is. Yeah. Donovan commands the team now. So we everyone talks about Quinn's, you know, Quinn's offense being so complicated. And like, once they put it together, they're like really good. Right. And it seems like, yeah, that makes sense because we usually don't start the season out super hot. We usually pull it together after all-star break. It kind of seems like that's how it's been. But at the same time, like these guys are young guys. Mm. Maybe it's not super smart to have a complicated offense. Look at the triangle. You know what I'm saying? Like look at the triangle that Phil Jackson pulled. And you have one of the most athletic players in the NBA. Just let him make plays. Yeah. Donovan is, he's almost as athletic as Russell Westbrook. Dude, shout so, out to that pass. He made the 360 pass was one of the coolest things I've seen yeah. in the playoffs. Move on. But I just wanted to shout that out. That <laughs> yeah, was like, so sexy, man. So Steve. Yeah, I think, I can see your point now. Yeah, maybe we do can him again if we can't move past the first round. But hey, I just don't know who we would get. I, I'm not advocating Jazz, for anything. I know. Can the Jazz get anybody well, I, I, high profile? Hey, let's put it this way. I think the Jazz get past the first round next year. I really do. Do you think they get high seed, like third seed in the West? Yeah, I do. Okay. I okay, do. so but just, just to note, if you're going to get third seed in the West, that means you've got to hold off probably your probable contenders for third seed is going to be again it's going to be denver but brooklyn i think well just in the west though we're just talking west you (laughs) you gotta you've gotta (laughs) factor in dallas dallas is going to be coming hard yeah i think portland as a team if they keep that core and add another guy maybe two portland's going to be dangerous especially when you have guys who play as hard as dame all i'm saying is i think it's going to be a hard ask to get third seed in the in the west warriors are back next year yeah with the second pick warriors are gonna have the second pick um we'll have to see what happens but i look i never rule out steph i never rule out clay yeah no you can't Steve no, Kerr is a phenomenal I, coach i bet i bet gold, i'm honestly betting that golden state have the one seed next year <laughs> really i no. do over really los do. angeles over clippers <laughs> yeah because lebron oh. do, lebron doesn't try lebron doesn't really try like he tried this year because he was fiery i don't think he's gonna try as hard next year in the regular season and the clippers man Kawhi is probably gonna sit out half the games next year that's like a, that's a fair point hey the west is ridiculous like all teams it's are just so out. deep like, it really is 
Devin Booker is making the Especially Suns good. Especially with Brooklyn. I don't, Great point. Like, I, the I don't Suns understand. are going to be coming next year yeah. with. I mean, Monty uh, Monty Williams did yeah. a great job with those guys, right? And there's, st- I mean, there's still the Nuggets, and there's still the Timberwolves. Rockets, and there's the still the Thunder. Thing. Rockets, well said. Yeah. I, I mean, the Timberwolves sucked this year, but they still. Nah, Timber, they, Timberwolves aren't going to do it. How many times can they get the first pick? <laughs> guys, I'm so sick of it. How good would we have been this series with CP3? I'm just gonna throw if that. If we out had CP3 instead oh, yeah. of Mike Conley, I, look, I and, and I actually thought Conley did a very serviceable to even impressive yeah, yeah, job in this yeah. But Chris Paul, if we had Donovan Mitchell and CP3 on the same team, <laughs> yeah, we're right. gonna win. I like, thought I'm CP was washed. Yeah, sure. I thought he was washed moving into this season. Mm-hmm. He absolutely showed me something taking that Thunder team, which was talented but very young. To the brink of a game seven with the Rockets, who I actually still personally view. And maybe could hey, win. Let it me all. say something about that. That was the worst inbound oh. last second thing Billy I've ever Donovan seen. Billy Donovan should be fired. Absolutely. That <laughs> Which was... is funny because Billy Donovan, how many Coach of the Year awards has he <laughs> right. been in contention for? What right. was that, dude? Passing it into Steven Adams, into a, like four Rocket players, and Steven Adams right. in the middle. And Billy Donovan came out of the womb in a suit and tie, like ready to coach a game. Like it seems like he's been a coach since. Yeah, it's like he thought Cal Drogo was invincible, <laughs> but we all know he died in the first season. Let's just put it that way. It's all good. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's pray for the Jazz. So playoff thoughts. Let's get get this off really quick just because I want to talk about a few other things. Yeah. Let's just do a quick, like, talk about who we think is going to win it all. And who who do we think is going to be come out of the East and Ouch. West and win it all? Okay, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, okay. I kind of want to, Steve, what do you think? Who's coming out the East? Who's coming out the West? Who wins it? I... For me, the East was as difficult to predict as the West heading in. At this point, even in spite of a loss tonight um, to Toronto, I still think the Celtics have to be the favorite to come out of the East at this point. They seem to be gelling at the right time. They seem to be so much more of a team than they were last year. Uh, Kemba's been big for them. I Do think you think he, he have a chance? I think the Heat have a chance, but I ultimately... The Heat don't have the core of creators and shot makers like Boston do. You have Jalen Brown um, playing Robin to Tatum's Batman. Kemba is, cardiac Kemba as usual, hitting big shots. And then you throw in the fact that Boston really does have, along with Toronto, it's fair to say Nick Nurse is great, but, but Brad Stevens is a phenomenal coach. I think this is... About Boston's Hayward, year. Uh, Just kidding. Hayward. I, hey, I loved Hayward. I'll be honest. I, 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 I really miss Hayward on this, Hayward on this jazz Eagles. team. I think Hayward's what we needed, man. Hayward's exactly what we come back, dude. Absolutely. Um, yeah, do the Heat have a chance? Clearly, I, they're the two favorites in the East right now. Can we agree on that? They're probably yeah, the I two favorites. I think we definitely agree, agree on that. Heat are playing above what they are, though. It's nuts. I, I know we'll probably get to a brief conversation, to be honest, but. but I think you have Miami and Boston as the favorites right. to come out and of the I, East. I'm going to go ahead and say I think that Boston maybe sweep the Heat. So you, it'll be Boston. So you think it's Boston Miami. and Miami? I think, I think yeah, I do is think that, it's Is Bo- that Miami series 2-0 or is it 3-0 it's, right it's now? It's 2-0, okay. but I mean. Let's save that part. We'll get yeah. to be honest. I know you want to talk I about my boy. I definitely think that. Boston will sweep them. Dude, Boston has good momentum, and I also think Boston can put. I don't think Boston wins at all, but I, I think they have. A, I think they push it, even though they're not as good as any of the teams that's going to make it out of the West. They're they're coached well and they play well together, yeah. and I think they push it kind of like they've always kind of pushed LeBron in the East. 
uh, but just can't, you know, I don't think they can do it. I just don't know that the heat, I never know what to expect from Jamie Foxx, AKA Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person. Anyway, I don't, yeah, I think you're right. I think Jimmy Butler is their star. They have good young core, but they're not going to compete with Boston. Boston doesn't sweep, but five one. Yeah, and then yeah, that's a that's I, a, I mean that's fine. So so then again, if we talk about the West, who comes out of the West? For me, this is absolutely still the Lakers' year to to come out of the West. The Clippers, notwithstanding, I have a lot of respect for the Clippers, but I don't feel like I don't feel like. Kawhi and Paul George is as good of a dynamic duo as LeBron and AD. Those guys are playing at such a high level right, right now. Playoff P is terrible. <laughs> and You're tired of playoff I'm play- P? I'm tired of playoff P. I hate him. He throws a pity party every second he does bad, and then if he does great, I'm coming out of the darkness. I'm coming. Stop, dude. Just play basketball. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I went on for 10 minutes yeah, about this last week. Playoff, <laughs> just stop. I don't like the Clippers. I don't like any of their players. Yeah, the Cl- dude, Kawhi, I don't even think the Clippers... Yeah, I, are a top like they're they're the third team for me. Yeah. I think the Rockets have a better chance of winning. I, do, all I than think the, the Rockets, Rockets are better Rockets than the Clippers. Are absolutely scary. Kawhi is the only player that I remotely like on that team. Doc Rivers, I'm hating more and more because of Spencer's rubbing off on me. <laughs> I just did. He's not a great coach. Don't don't, don't make me talk about this for another. <laughs> Hold on 10 a minutes. second, just really quick, and uh, let's spend less than a minute on this because I know you want to get to other things. But is Doc Rivers? A top ten coach all time. No, not even close, bro. He's been to a lot of stuff. I'm just gonna throw that yeah. out there. So the guy's been in quite a few finals. Let me let me put this let me put this out there. I, I'm gonna be really quick because you didn't want to go long, and I don't either. Uh-huh. But Doc Rivers has one championship, right? I think that's correct. With a four great, great, great players, and Rondo's a great player. I don't care what anyone Absolutely. says. Absolutely, four great, great players against us, like not super hot West team that year. I mean, it, like the Lakers weren't as like Kobe had his best year ever. I mean, he scored 38 a game that year. Yeah. So that, that Lakers team had Kobe, it had Powell, it no, had it was Lamar a good Laker team, but no, no, I, I again, I'm, I, I just, just don't like, I, I just think that Boston team should have won five championships. I'm with you. I think, I think doc rivers career as any great coach's career is primarily reflective of the guys that, he exactly. Coached, and right? Hear the, me the out. One more point: the Clippers that he coached. Tell me that team doesn't make a finals. Are you kidding me? Good point. That's a phenomenal team, top to bottom. It's five years in a row they yeah. lose first or second yeah. round. Right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Did they even get to the second round? I can't remember. Uh, I mean, dude, they had guys punching well, people they, in the face on the got, sidelines. I don't think they ever got past the conference semi, so that's second round. Right. right? Yeah. I don't think they did either. Which is a tough look when you had CP, Blake Griffin. Uh, they had Eric Bledsoe for a while, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, so, fair point. Just, just kind of me saying I'm this really quick. I don't even think he's a top five coach of all time when it comparing to – I mean, our top 10 coach all time. I don't even think he's a top five coach in the league now, just now this year. That's, I mean, that's a hot take. That I is a hot like take, it. but like, no, I, I like agree it. with you. Yeah. Like, I mean, pop, right. Pop is a better coach than him. Yeah. Spolstra, better coach than him. What he's doing with my Brad Stevens, yeah. better Nick coach Nurse. than him. And I know, I know, um, Billy Donovan hasn't got like one, so it's kind of hard to put him in front. But I think if Billy Donovan had the players that this Steve guy had, Kerr. Because Billy Donovan has had great players, yeah. and they should have won championships with those great players and didn't. But, I mean, 
he was going in the in the west, you know, and he made it close every time. Whereas, you know, this guy, this guy I hate, when he was in the west, he couldn't <laughs> even get past the second round ever, yeah. right? And when he was in the east, he's going against Uncle Ted and Grandma okay. Wiggins to get there, right? <laughs> okay. Let's just let's just put it there. I just don't think he's I just don't think he's there. So, we're all in agreement that it's going to be LA versus Boston. His voice Boston. is stupid. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I think it's Lakers and Boston. Just one more thing, Mike, cuz I know we're going to no. leave basketball. Yeah. Just one more thing. How do we feel about Steve Nash to Brooklyn? That's awesome, man. I, I, think I love it. Cool. If, I'm thinking Zen Master out of that guy. I think that guy wins. Like, did you, we think Steve Kerr's a better coach than than him as well. Yeah. But passing it on, um, yeah, he's he's going to be kind of the next Steve Kerr, where he's actually a player that can coach. So, did you hear Stephen A. was getting mad about it? Did you hear this? No, I haven't heard this. He was getting no. offended, not offended, but he was he was saying, "I love Nick or Steve Nash, but." Why aren't these black head coaches getting that have more experience and more tenure in the league getting an opportunity to coach Kevin Durant? And well, if Kyrie he's talking Irving. about Jock Vaughn, isn't he's Jock Vaughn's coaching Jackson, career mostly? Please. So, like, I don't, I, and I, I don't, I don't know why I brought that up. That's just the first thing that came to mind. I love it. I think Nick Nash, or why am I saying Nick Nash? Did we go to high school? Nick Nash, yeah, we Steve did. Nash is a. Uh, is, will be great. I think. I mean, be, yay. But like Mark Jackson, I mean, he wasn't a bad head coach, but he also like doesn't really have a super good. Um, his CV is not great. Yeah, his resume is not tremendous. Yeah, yeah as I a mean, his resume is based off of yeah, he had a good year going in with the Warriors. When he who, coached the Warriors, did, has he has he coached in the league for anybody else? No, so that's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, he had a anyone can coach good with the Warriors, but the reason I call Steve Steve Kerr a good coach with the Warriors is look how much they've loved him. And the Warriors are good when they're playing happy, and Steve Kerr makes them happy. The and Warriors so, were absolutely the most fun basketball exactly, product for like, two years before you know they how got bad KD. I hate them, but yeah. I respect the crap out of pre KD. Right? And so that was an amazing coaching job, right? And so Phil Phil Jackson isn't the best coach because he has the best plays or anything, right? Phil Jackson knew how to make. Michael Jordan and, and Dennis Rodman, complete opposites, play together, right? Or Kobe Bryant and Shaq, point. who hated each other, still play amazing. I it's mean, they've not necessarily hated each other, but complete different personalities. Shaq, I mean, Shaq's a dominant guy that, like, loves partying and hanging out with the homies, and Kobe is very independent and very, like, like I'm going to do it my way type of personality. And Shaq and him just butted heads, mm. but they still could do what they did together. You know what I'm saying? And like, Steve Nash is a guy that in the locker room, KD and Kyrie gonna are going to have to man. look at Steve Nash and go, hey, this is a two-time MVP. Here, here's and the, is, is tough This as guy's nails. been there. We can't, we can't. We can't mob up on this. And can guy. juggle a soccer right. a and, soccer and, ball and better it, than any NFL. Here's the thing. I heard I, I heard that KD and Kyrie signed off on it. They're, they're that was totally the word good. today, right? Yeah, I don't know. Media. So I'm sure it's yeah. true. Another name St- Stephen A. brought up was Tyron Lue. Like, why didn't he get a shot? Tyron Lue's not a bad coach. Yeah, though. yeah. And I'm not saying these guys are. I'm just saying he was like, these, these people should have been considered ahead of Steve Nash. But if they want Steve Nash, then... Let them have Steve Nash. I think I any team has the right to yeah. explore whoever they want. I, I I am all for promoting uh, black head coaches wherever we can. Right? Let's let's make sure that race is not playing yeah. into the way we view I, uh, coaching in the NBA. But I I'm I fully support Brooklyn going after Steve Nash. Look, if it works, they only have everything to gain and look smarter for it. If it doesn't work, 
they gave it a shot. Here, here's my on. question. Yeah. What's the percentage of black to white in head coaches in the NBA? It's got to be like... It's like probably a third black, maybe? Yeah. I would say well, I mean, you just had a couple of them get fired, though. Nate McMillan got canned by Indiana. Um, and then... Alvin Gentry mm. just got fired by no one's look, look, this is, this is, uh, uh, this is an important conversation in America today, how we view race and, and how we factor that into the things we do, the things we say. And it's about time we started, uh, it's about time we started putting black people everywhere on equal footing. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think that race played a part in Steve Nash's I hiring. Don't. The guy's I, a Hall of Famer. I, I didn't think, think about it. Either. I didn't think about it but, until he brought it up. And so I was just curious if that was on other people's minds, or if that was just, it's just, you got to put it this way too. Like I know most of the NBA is black, right? But mm. like most of these guys aren't wanting to coach after they play. And so like, you've just, I feel like more white guys are looking to coach like in in my mind, I didn't make it basketball, so I want to coach. Yeah, right. That's kind of like what I feel like it is. Whereas, got to make I your mean, money and coach. The guys in the NBA have made so much money. Most of these guys aren't wanting to coach after they've made no, all they their money. They want to relax. And like you think Allen Iverson wants to coach? No. You know, like I, that's that's kind of the, the way I think about it. AI is a, <laughs> <laughs> AI is a great Instagram follow, by the way. <laughs> is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Very yeah. Good. Okay. Well, we could. We, this episode's gonna be a little bit longer. That's I fine. I hope you guys don't care. But uh, we uh, brought Steve in to catch up on the messy saga. I'm I'm not. Yeah. So I'll bring up kind of a little bit about Steve. Steve knows everything about sports that you don't know. <laughs> it seems like like Steve knows everything about random soccer stuff. He knows everything about speaking perfect English. He knows everything about. I'm sure you know stuff about hockey. I just feel like Steve's got a, a very wide variety of, of things about sports that he has knowledge of. And so we wanted to bring him in just because I love Messi. I went on my mission to Barcelona, but honestly, I don't know much about kind of um, what's going on with him, right? So if you want to talk about that, that'd be awesome. No, I appreciate the reference. Uh, now I can only disappoint people with <laughs> how poorly I will explain. But thank goodness this, this is the no explanation needed podcast. You don't need to explain. Uh, you don't need to, man. <laughs> with that caveat, I, I will do a little explaining here briefly. So there are some central figures that people need to know about in the Messi saga. I, so as, as a preface, Messi has put in a transfer request to Barcelona. That means he wants to leave the team for the non-soccer fans out there. And he is actively exploring um, um, ways to be released from his contract with Barcelona. Um, his team, his legal team, believe that he has uh, a contractual clause that permits him to leave Barcelona on a free, who in the soccer world, they effectively own him and can sell him if they wish, but I mean, nobody's going to sell Messi in their right mind, right? So yeah. the central figures in the Barca uh, thing right now are the president, Bartomeu, who is up for re-election in 2021. Then you have uh, the two former coaches of Barcelona now who are Ernesto Valverde and Kiki Setien both fired by Barcelona this year they are uh, they were managers of the team and then the sporting director Eric Abidal sporting director and soccer is just another reference or term for like a general manager yeah. so they help construct the team earlier this season after Valverde he was the the coach to start the year after he was sacked by by Barca Eric Abidal put out a, a statement kind of criticizing the team, saying that they didn't support Valverde enough, and Messi took that personally. He put out an Instagram post criticizing Abidal for what he said. So there was already some bad blood brewing. Additionally, Bartomeu, 
um, and Abidal had constructed a Barcelona team that cost hundreds of millions of euros and consequently didn't win a Champions League, which was Messi's ultimate goal, which if it's Messi's ultimate goal, I think it is Barca's ultimate goal. They did win La Liga with that team they had constructed of Antoine Griezmann, uh, Osman Dembele, and others. However, they just have come up short where it really matters, which is the Champions League. And I think that was difficult for Messi considering that his the, probably the person he views as his primary sporting rival in soccer, Cristiano Ronaldo, was winning Champions mm-hmm. Leagues with Real Madrid. Um, so I think that was a, a bitter pill to swallow. You also have to consider that over the last few seasons, Messi has aged, as we all have, right? It's no secret. What is he, 32? He's 33 now. Right. He's 33. So a soccer player's window is technically over the day he turns 30, 31, 32. There's just a short shelf life for these guys. Consider the amount they run in a soccer game, 90 minutes of soccer. Oh, I mean, it's just knees, ankles, ligaments, everything is really beat up. So fast forward, Barcelona hires Kiki Setien. It was a shocking hiring for a manager who his only real – true bona fide experience was with uh, Real Betis who is uh, a mid-level La Liga team consequently I don't think Messi was happy with the hire Barcelona gets ousted in the Champions League um, and ousted embarrassingly by Bayern Munich who of course go on to win the Champions League this year Uh, the season's over they sack Setien Messi who's unhappy with Bartomeu unhappy with the politics of Barcelona sends what's called a Burofax What's that mean? To Barcelona. A Bureau of Facts, I didn't know this either prior to reading the story. A Bureau of Facts is like an official document that you send to somebody mm-hmm. and they have to sign off that they got it. It cannot be received until it is signed off for by the person you send it to. Hmm. So it's they're going to use it as part of a legal framework. And, and the Bureau of Facts said, hey, I want to leave. And I believe that I have the right to leave. And we will use this in a court of law against you that you have received this and seen that it is my intent to leave Barcelona. Soccer is difficult. There's no free agency until guys are out of a contract. So once a guy's out of a contract, he can move on a free. That's how they term it over there to any team he wants. Messi believes that he had a contractual clause saying he could leave this summer if he wished. Barcelona believe that clause expired um, earlier in the summer because of CV. Messi does not agree. Anyway, Fast forward, Messi wants to leave. I think it's my belief that he'll end up at Manchester City with his old coach, Pep Guardiola. Sounds like it, yeah. The betting, the betters right now bet that, or he is the favorite to stay at Barca, but this is a tip for any of the betters that listen to the No Explanation Needed podcast. (laughs) Messi to City is plus 138. That's like, I think that's going to be free money. Um, I think that's where he likely ends up. Really? Let me hit you with this. There's rumors out there that Juve could be interested. So we may see, I doubt it, but Who? we may see Juventus. Oh, gotcha. We may see Ronaldo and Messi together. How fun and would they, that I mean, be? They, they talked about it. I know it. you're not a soccer fan, yeah, no, Kyle, no, but, cool. I'm soaking but it can in. you imagine Ronaldo and Messi? I do know the, Ronaldo and Messi. The so. most Let's just say superstars. they would do something like Tom Brady and just push their <laughs> careers out and win Champions League, man. I, I think it would be fun to see. I, I think it's unlikely because there's rumors that Messi would command about 750 million euros that in, is a, nuts, in a wage <laughs> over four seasons at City. Because he's younger than Ronaldo by what? That two years? So yeah, he's, he's 18 months younger so 750 million euros over Wait, four years Ronaldo's that old Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's, old. Thir- yeah. Ronaldo's I think he's just turned 35 
Right. And he's just still playing. He well. still looks like the Terminator. He's like yeah. he's like soccer's version I mean, of LeBron. Dude, just you, you would so have guessed Ronaldo's fit. half of his career was at Manchester United, and yeah. no one even remembers Ronaldo at Manchester United. Oh, I mean, yeah. him at Manchester United was over in 2009. It was like, right. We weren't even graduated from high that, school that in was 2009. Like, he was there for what, eight years, something like that? He was at United from 03 to 09, so he was there for six solid years. Okay. Um, and consequently moved to Real Madrid. Do you, uh, do you feel a special attachment with him because you uh, lived in Portugal? For well, a I bit? feel a special attachment to Ronaldo to to the, even the sport for having lived in Europe. I think right. Spence is yeah. probably the I same. I feel the same way about Messi and even Ronaldo. You go spend a couple years in a country where the, that's their favorite game and I think you it's soak the only a thing lot they, yeah, I mean, I, I lived the only in Brazil. thing they talk about. I lived in Brazil and yeah, it was just so much. bonito. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I did like soccer for a time after that. Cause you get so engulfed in that culture. Cause you it do. is a part of their culture. You do. And just like football, probably more than any sport here. Um, cause it's part of their lifestyle and stuff, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not as well read or I don't watch soccer can, at all. Can so. I speak to for our viewers and just bring up like, how much Steve sounded like he was some Bill Simmons or or a watch <laughs> yeah, speaking that was out right there. Holy crap, man. I mean, How, I, where'd I, you get all this info at? I appreciate the love. I just love it, man. I so was a huge, huge, huge NBA fan um, to the level of these guys previously. Coming home from my mission, um, I, I, I interned for a local media company. And I, for whatever reason, after viewing just the whole NBA lifestyle um, from a media perspective, not from a player perspective, but from a media perspective, for whatever reason, I fell out of love with, with the NBA a little bit. And I moved over to premier league and, and primarily Liverpool and consequently have branched out into European soccer as a whole. And so that's really become, that's, that's what I follow more than anything else. Um, so anytime you guys want to talk about, uh, soccer, which probably I would love will to be learn never more again. I, I, well, I, I'm more than I, happy to be back. I've always been a big For fan sure. of soccer, but I've never. It's almost like kind of like baseball. Everyone knows, like I've, I've loved baseball <laughs> yeah. growing up, but and I follow it to an extent, but like I'm not watching game no. after game, right? No. And I'm yeah, I'm the same with soccer. I love soccer. I I used to play FIFA all the time. I played a lot, you know, on my mission going in and followed it a lot then. But at this point, dude, basketball is my love. Basketball yeah. is my love for sure. But yeah, I'm down to talk about soccer. Our sport back. content is just so heavily saturated here in America between football and basketball and more football. But in it's, Europe, it's just solely soccer, isn't it? It, it, it truly is. Or and I can football. I, and I can say that soccer and a little basketball, but like a yeah. little. Yeah, just time. I can say that there's a passion to soccer, especially in the Premier League, which is primarily what I watch. Um, would you say it's almost religious? It is truly it is truly like a religion getting up and going to the stadium that day and being able church. to sing the songs. I yeah. mean, those guys those guys know 10, 12, 15 songs that they sing around the clock through a soccer game and they don't sit down. Yeah. That's nuts. Dude. <laughs> I mean, they don't sit down it's for like my dad, school, right? my dad. It's like high school when we, when we have all these cheers to like My dad, God bless him, would never go to a game because <laughs> you can't sit down and enjoy. Kent's probably the same. I don't know how Greg feels about standing, but Yeah. Uh, Greg's pretty nimble for an old man. He's Greg, yeah, Greg ran a marathon, didn't he? Just like yeah. five years ago or well, something. No, that the was, Iron that man. was like fifteen years uh, ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got to remember, I'm 28, dude. So I, hey, I remember that because but, I turned 28 this month. So yeah, it makes me woo. sick. Sweet. Well, 
we for sure want you back. We need to keep updated on the soccer. I'll do my best. Hey, we're man. We're going to have to bring Steve on again because I don't know if we have enough time. I want to talk a little bit about what he thinks about Giannis compared to what I think about Giannis. Do we save that for next time? Or I I think we save that. Yeah. Yeah. It depends how quickly we can bring you on. If you want to come back next time, dude, you're free to come back. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What else we got? So let's just, just to wrap things up, we kind of move on to a, out of the sports realm into just something more free willing. Finish it off yeah. a little, little nice and sweet. No arguments needed. Cause we, yeah, we talked about movies last time and we wanted to see Tenet. Sadly, we didn't go see Tenet. Is Tenet the new Christopher yeah, Nolan? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, we were talking about it. I, I mean, in the past 15 years, is Christopher Nolan probably the best director? From a big blockbuster movie perspective? Probably. Well, if you think I, about it, like... So, so are you starting from a time frame of, like, Dark Knight? Is that where we're going to The Prestige. Okay, man. the Prestige. Oh, so phenomenal that, yeah, movie. Right. Absolutely. So we phenomenal. brought this up last time, Steve. Prestige, the Batmans, and I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say the three Batmans are top ten movies of all time, all three of them. Yeah. Maybe and, maybe not Batman Begins, actually. So then, maybe two and three. He he, Especially the, reason, the Dark Knight. The reason Knight. is he kind of gets just this massive budget to do whatever he wants. And a lot of companies won't do that. A lot right. of... Studios are not willing to just give a director money. To Does do he it. work primarily with Legendary or I think Legendary Studios, yeah, right? Because so. they did the Batmans, and, um, and I know they did Inception as well. So they must he have done do, what's it called? Yeah, not Inception, but the one that's twisty. Interstellar. Interstellar. So yeah, he like has it. his crazy ideas that no one else, no other studio is going to let just someone spend buku bucks right, on, right? right. And so I, I just love to see his mind at work. I think they're great. I think they can confuse the crap out of a lot of viewers, but I think they're amazing movies. And so I wanted to see Tenet. I've heard lukewarm responses to really good responses. Was this filmed in, is this a pre COVID filming? It was filmed pre COVID supposed to come out several months okay, ago. Okay. And yeah. You know what? We'll, we'll bring it to you next week. Me, me and Kyle and Steve, you're welcome to, we're going to go watch it before our next podcast and we'll bring it to you next week uh with some you know yeah. reviews and kind of our opinions is about it because it, it looks release? really good yeah, it okay. is yeah so we need to come up with a, a scale so i watched this uh um podcast they're australians and australians are hilarious dude oh yeah absolutely and i i love them. anyway out, it's, it's the it's the weekly planet the name of this podcast and the way they rank movies is so funny it's the greatest movie ever or the worst movie ever <laughs> sounds like me <laughs> that sounds like me and exactly right even on if point. they kind of like it like oh worst movie ever so i think we should come up with like some reviewing methods where it's just like two or three things like yay man or Blah, you're something, something stupid like that. We'll think about it, but when you come up with, I don't want it some complicated. I give it a nine point three out of ten. I don't want to do like that. You know? How about if it's on cable TV? Would you stop what you're watching to watch that? Exactly, something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. to me the mark of a good movie is if I'm flicking through channels and I'm yeah. like, oh, hey, you're 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 telling me that Rotten Tomatoes isn't what you basically. <laughs> It's like, it's like, I have enough time to check the Rotten Tomatoes. I'm no critic to be like, oh, I give this a 7.4 because of the acting was great. But the cinematography, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to get that technical. So I think we should do something funny, something that we can just get our point across, you know. Yeah, good point. But here we go. Movie guessing game. I'm going to pull it up. 
Spencer, are you going to guess this time? No, I think we're oh, going to have Steve, yeah, have our Steve. Uh, beautiful okay. guest, okay. Um, guess this one. Uh, we'll do me next week, but I feel like we need to get Steve's brain working right now. He I'm looks ready. like he's tired I'm over ready. there. Let's go. Okay. There's actually not a lot of dialogue, so it's a 50-second clip. There's some of the start, some of the end. 50. So, so do, I, do I just hear the audio then? Yeah, you're going to hear the audio. Visual? you got to guess. Steve, come on. You think you see the visual? That's so easy. I mean, this is Lord of the Rings, right? I, okay, good. Kyle. Yeah. I didn't know if he <laughs> Kyle. would know. Now, look, I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, but that is the one line of Gandalf that I could tell you right. is definitively okay. his line. The thing is, I typed in Fly You Fools, and I thought it was going to be the Fly You Fools part mm. instead of You Shall Not Pass. So yeah. that's like half no, no, my I, bad. I appreciate you, you serving up a softball fools? for me. No, Fly You Fools, I probably okay, wouldn't have been so able to get. so you would have got the Fly You Fools. Yeah, of course. Okay. That's well, look, what I thought My apologies to Parker Lump, but I was not a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. Right. And see, I mean, Lord of the Rings was almost as big as Harry Potter in my family growing up. Like, was it? Yeah, you guys I mean, had it on rerun and all the time. Literally all the time. So, I mean, that 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 might have been the easiest okay. guess anyone's but ever had. for my defense, I did think it was going to say the latter half, where it's fly you fools. So, hey, that's my bad. Yeah. It, we got to get more. We got to get tougher next time. Well. Maybe next time I'll come, I'll bring one. Yeah, you, you should guys. bring one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, Steve's. I'm going to do like a yeah. Brad Pitt quote or from a Brad Pitt movie, but then, you know. I think you would probably get most bread. It's okay. I, I, think, he, I think he's handsome yeah. too. It's all I, right. He's beautiful. Man. <laughs> the thing is, is no, so you can't really do a Brad Pitt one because like everyone just knows his voice, right? Like, yeah, but you would have to say which movie. True, true. But I feel like we need like, I feel like we need, you know, like something, an actor that is in a really good movie maybe, but you don't know that actor super well. Like an Edward Norton. <laughs> Sure, yeah. Like Edward I, Norton, okay. Right. I like, like that. Every, Pulling out an Italian job. Right. Edward Norton. Exactly. Hey, I should have done an Italian job. Gosh, man. See, exactly. Yeah. Italian job would have been a great one yeah. because everyone's seen it, but like no one knows all yeah, the quotes I'm sorry. from that it. That was right? a pitiful effort. Yeah. Oh I feel like both of you would be really tough to stump, though, because it seems like you guys are both pretty big Dude, you don't, you don't know how many sleepovers me and Kyle had so watching every movies, movie, brother. So many sleepovers. So, so many. you guys like a rom-com uh, aficionados? Or I would say, I, I'm honestly Adam like... Adam Sandler rom-coms. Dude, I like, I like all types of movies, It's just if they're good or not, right? I don't really have like a specific genre besides I love like medieval going to like you know Lord of the Rings Game of Thrones you know I, I love like even when it goes oh, Vikings mm. you know I love stuff like that man where it's not guns it's like swords anything Clint that has chills. swords in it I like yeah. old old swords though I'm not super into like pirate swords or like you know you like Pirates of the Caribbean no I do I mean I mean the first two the first two were the, He's a Middle Earth lover. I love Middle Earth. Yeah, Middle Earth is always down for Middle Earth. Nice, but the, did you? Okay, so just real quick, did you like the Hobbits? Then yeah, the Hobbits were awesome. Because a lot of people hated. I don't understand the hate on the Hobbits. As they a were Hobbit good. fan of the book, I I absolutely adored the movies. They're yeah. different though. They're may, very different. They're having different. not having not. Okay, I'm gonna. You guys can kill me if you want. I I might not make it out of here. Having not seen. Any Don't of the Lord of the Rings movies through the Rings. all the way through. I've started every single one and never finished them all the way through. I couldn't make it through. You made it through the Hobbits. Made it through the Hobbits. Enjoyed them primarily because I've re- read the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and the book's a short the, book. The book is 
much easier to read than the Steve, Lord of the Rings Steve, you could read books. the Lord of the Rings in an hour and a half. You're they're the fastest they're for whatever reason, reason it just didn't match up to They're dude. They're very Yeah, the, okay. Listen to them on, like, Audible. They're yeah. actually really good when you listen to, them that, listen to them that way. Reading them via, you know, paperback's tough. Do you yeah. guys, do you guys read books no, primarily dude, through audible now yeah uh, i don't even know how to read anymore i haven't i've never done an audible i've only ever read books, really so yeah, yeah i can't you guys had have to you're missing out OG you're definitely missing out. i yeah i don't have the patience to stare at a book i have to there's also not the time right yeah, as parents exactly. like we also so one of my favorite podcasts well when again when i had time to listen to podcasts a lot was the bill simmons podcast and he had a, a spot with the cousin sal called parent corner uh-huh we need Spence to have a kid so you and I can run a little parent corner. Teach him how to. And uh, talk about like parent moments from the week. Uh, you know, for example, this week, the big parent corner moment is my son learning to say like a lot of the colors, except for whatever reason he pronounces red as Watu. And I don't know why. I don't know why it comes out as Watu, but that's like cute. my wife's like, oh, that's red. And I was like, Really? That's Watu. that's red. Watu. That's okay. cute. That's cute. But I, real quick question: you're you're talking about me having a kid. Are you talking premarital or are you talking after? <laughs> Postmarital. Okay. Ideal, ideally. So, ideally. Yeah. I mean, I guess Adoption that's ideal. Now. But let's say I do have one. You know, are you gonna I, love the kid? Yes. Of clearly. Course. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> I'm just messing around. So my son, he's barely starting to say that. We try to teach him the colors, but he calls every color green. What color is that? Green. That's big. What color is that? No, no. Green. He knows green. But yeah, you, he, loves, I mean, he loves green. I have, hey, Kyle, you wear a lot of green shirts. I'll put I it do, in I that. do. You're wearing, wearing a green, green shirt right, right now. So and you Kyle have a lot of them. You wear that. You wear that uh, camo green shirt that I gave you a long time ago. Yeah, I do. I love camo. Green. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think that we got to we got to start prepping him now. Anyway, we got to do a parent corner. Dude, now. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you this: Legend is a good looking kid. Um, he's going to get a lot of girls growing up. So you better take care of that kid. He is no, I've never seen hair like that on a kid. He has not even hair, dude. Yeah. It I is don't. truly remarkable. By the way, uh, caveat, all respect to Bill Simmons. We're not planning on stealing parent corner. Oh uh, yeah. No, no copyright infringement intended. Please don't sue us. That was just <laughs> yeah. strictly an example of what could happen. <laughs> <All> right, <man. laughs> well, you know what? I think it's time to, to bring this beautiful show to an end. It's honestly been awesome. Um, having Super our buddy fun. Steve on there, dude, we want you back as, as often as possible um next week my brother trevor actually is going to join the show oh, is he? and i'm fine it. i'm honestly fine with steve joining too but trevor's joining next week if if steve doesn't want to next you know we can you know we'll bring you two weeks from now let's see if the, see if the box can can somehow make a comeback and you know we can have this real argument i'm ready to talk about okay it. so next week for our listeners Discussion. i'm gonna be in austin texas on Thursday. So we might have to do like a Tuesday night. Sure. Cause you want to do that? Yeah. Hey dude, I'm, I mean, we're bringing this beautiful podcast to our, we can, we can post it on Thursday. I didn't even think about that. Sure. And, and you know what? I'm down. I, they want to hear us as much as possible. I'm, I'm, this is, this I'm, is around the nation. This is a global podcast. Is, you I'm need a, to start I'm, having I'm, a bigger scope. Here. I'm about yeah. to pump these out. Maybe multiple a week. We could, we could totally have like, totally. Some, Hey, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss, we'll discuss guys, it. Guys, I, I really enjoyed it. I appreciate you having me. This no, was hey, a blast. You back was, for sure. It was a blessing, man. Great. Hey, guys. Well, uh, let's get, you know, let's close this up. We're open for reviews. Please, you know, comment on uh, on the video. We have a YouTube channel if you want to leave a comment there. Yeah. I'll, I post the videos on YouTube. iTunes is where you can leave most of the reviews. It's on Spotify. Um, you can follow us on our show's social medias. I'm 
Kyle.Norty on Instagram. I'm at Wigan Spencer. You have an Instagram? I'm at the SL3. At the, that's a pretty good and, and any any debate you have on sports, anything you want us to bring up in, in future podcasts, we're open to it. We love to chat. And, you know, if, if any of you guys out there want to join, let us know. And Give maybe us a we fan can bring call you on. Give us a fan call in. Definitely. That would be awesome. All yeah. right. Man, it's been fun. Have a good night. Peace out, guys. Thanks, guys.